Hi, and welcome to episode 61 of the Dinner Sisters podcast, where two sisters taking on the nightly challenge of dinner. I'm Kate Schultz, living and working in Rhode Island. I'm a passionate cook and recipe collector, always thinking about my next meal. And actually tonight, I'm not going to lie, thinking about my cocktail. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm Betsy Wallace. I live, work, and raise a family in Atlanta, Georgia. I love dinner time, but can always use help planning and cooking for my family of five. I've got a five, seven, and nine-year-olds. Right. So our goal with this podcast, we want to cook a little better, learn a little bit about food, and most importantly, figure out what the heck to have for dinner. So here's how this works. Like every week, we have three recipes that we cooked and reviewed from popular food blogs, internet chefs, basically anywhere I can find them on the World Wide Web. We have all these recipes, any tips we come up with, the smorgasbord, and our shopping list on our website, dinnersisters.com. You can also get them sent directly to our in- your inbox by subscribing to our newsletter, which I put you know, direct link to the show in there, some fun articles and recipes I've been finding out, things like that. So if you want to get it, sign up. All right, Kate. So this week's recipes were rotisserie chicken salad from Bon Appetit, 20-minute Thai chicken curry soup by Salt and Lavender, and easy barbecue chicken naan pizza by Bowl of Delicious. I sense a theme. Are you, what, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what could it be? I, oh, thank, thank, thank. <laughs> yeah. Our episode this week is all about that weeknight savior, the theme, Betsy, mm-hmm. the rotisserie chicken. Genius, Kate. I can't believe we haven't done this by now, but I'm excited. (laughs) I feel like all of us have pretty much been there, right? You're out and about Mm -hmm. on a weeknight. Dinner is not planned. You're running out of time. Next thing you know, there you are debating teriyaki versus barbecue. Or what my Whole Foods had the other day, which is like Nordic spice. Oh, geez. What what is that? (laughs) What is that? That's your Whole Foods trying to so – was it $15 too? I don't even <laughs> like, know. Like it's premium because it's Nordic. Nordic uh, spice. Yes. All right. Let's dive in here. What is our first recipe? Okay. Our first recipe is the rotisserie chicken salad from Bon Appetit. And I'm a huge fan of the dinner salad. You know, mm-hmm. just like a big – Bunch of vegetables, especially if I ate, like, not great during the day. Maybe mm-hmm. I can, like, shove some veggies in at the end. Like, right? Kate, if you, if you took a Basque burnt cheesecake to work for 12. <laughs> like, I feel it. On a day like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, or if you were making cake for a future episode. Not mm-hmm. that this happened today. And maybe took that into work. Yeah. You know. It's hypothetically. Like, right. Anyway. Back to the vegetables, Betsy. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I love a dinner salad, and it's even easier if you have a chicken in the fridge. So maybe you've taken our um, one of our pro tip, Marie, her advice, and made like two roast chickens, which would be amazing. So we've got this extra chicken in the fridge. Or you've been to the store, maybe you splurged, got the Nordic spice chicken. Mm-hmm. You know, it is as, the Bon Appetit chicken salad is a simple one with some common ingredients that come together for a nice weeknight meal. So the salad itself is, um, you know, your butter lettuce, radishes and avocado. And then to make the dressing, you blacken some green onions in a pan like till they're like really, really burnt almost mm-hmm. is what you, you want that flavor. And then you blend those onions with mayonnaise, Dijon mustard, um, some lemon juice, olive oil, salt and pepper. 
And what you end up with is this slightly lemony, kind of smoky, kind of ranchy style dressing. Mm-hmm. And then you also make your own croutons with a country loaf of bread. You cut that into chunks, drizzle it with olive oil, you know, a little salt, a little pepper, and you bake it in the oven until you get these nice, big, delicious homemade croutons. You toss the veggies and the rotisserie chicken and with the dressing. Then you top with croutons and some sliced avocado. I ate a huge bowl of this one night and was super happy. How did this go, Betsy? So I liked this. I mean, I like these flavors. I sort of like that bread in a salad situation mm-hmm. also is nice. Um, it is a little bit more involved. I will say when the things – like when I'm in rotisserie chicken mode, it's like let's mm. just get to the table in 10 minutes. So yeah. I would say if you are – you know, you're you're starting with some chicken you've already got done and you want to go an extra – 20 30 minutes and you're kind of in a good mood this would be great Mm. you know Mm -hmm. i like that i wouldn't say because you're making the croutons and you're kind of making your own dressing here too yeah so if you're if you're sort of thinking like really z weeknight meals don't you feel like that when you're making your own dressing on the stove yes and you're kind of putting something in the oven right it's i think you could do i was thinking when i was making it to that point you could Mm -hmm. do one or the other decide what do you want more? Do you want this delicious homemade dressing? Or maybe you're like, no, I have Weight Watchers points and I'm going to get my low-fat dressing out and I'm going to just make some <laughs> croutons and that's my treat. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, You know, so maybe if you're feeling really rushed, like make one or the other. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. That's a good compromise on this. You know, and, and I don't have a household with five people. And so James and I typically don't finish a rotisserie chicken. So this is like second night for me. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like, should I be buying two of these rotisserie chickens? They're kind of small. Like, that's where feel- we're at. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your kids are like eating all of the drumsticks for a snack. I feel like maybe you're at two rotisserie chickens. Yeah. But I hear you. I mean, this is a little bit of work. It's not something I would. You're right. Honestly, if I'm super desperate, like day of rotisserie chicken is just buying the thing and then like hoping there's some greens in the fridge to put some dressing on. Yes. As like a quote unquote side. You know, yes, but this yeah, is like, yeah. do you have extra leftover chicken? Mm-hmm. Maybe make a nicer salad than like, you know, bottled dressing and a few cu- cucumbers. Yeah, I, I'm totally with you on that. And I think it's nice. And I'm glad we did it and tried it because it, it does taste better. I mean, yeah. it tastes better than like a handful of greens and like a little squirt of salad dressing or something, <laughs> you know, <laughs> in your it, grocery store It chicken. does. And you know what? Yeah. Yeah, and the dressing kept in the fridge for me for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so if you end up doing that, I thought it was nice to have in the fridge. So this is like a three and a half, yeah. you know, stars for me. I'm going I'm going with that too. I It wasn't anything that really I, I would say, whoa, this is this changed my life. But mm. it's kind of good to know, have in the back pocket, one of those, one of those yeah. situations. I like that. Okay, so our next recipe, Kate, is 20-minute Thai chicken curry soup by Salt and Lavender. Keeping with our theme, um, I didn't want to start with a rotisserie chicken and then have like a really super involved meal. Yes, we talked about the salad dressing be a little bit of time, but I didn't want to like spend 60 minutes in the in the um, yeah. kitchen, right? This is rice noodles and pre-made Thai red curry paste, the kind you get on the shelf. You know, Thai kitchen is a pretty ubiquitous brand of this. Uh, and they really cut down on the cooking time for this recipe. So to make the soup, you saute some onion for a bit in a little olive oil. Then you add a good amount, about four tablespoons, of the Thai Mm -hmm. red curry paste. 
little garlic, fresh ginger. You cook it until it smells delicious, and then you add in some vegetable broth, some lime juice, and the rice noodles. You cook that for a few minutes because, you know, rice noodles, they do not need much cooking time at all. Yeah, they're super fast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then to finish it up, you add in a can of coconut milk and two cups of the shredded chicken from your rotisserie chicken or whatever you've got in the fridge. Warm it all up. And right before serving, you add in the fresh basil, scallions, and cilantro. This was really quick for me, I found. It was like only 20 minutes till dinner. So I'm curious. What did the kids think, Betsy? All right, Kate. I actually made this soup for myself for lunches. And I really loved it. And to be honest, after my salted fish fiasco last week, I just was not in the mood to hear a bunch of opinions. And I thought that this recipe might be like, I don't like red curry. And I just – You just couldn't take it. I couldn't take it. I'm still feeling a little scarred by that, apparently. I mean, fair I, enough. Yeah, and enough. I actually yeah. really love – I love the flavors here, and this is one of my favorite types of soup. So I oh, knew good. I would really like this soup, and I just <laughs> didn't want to hear from anyone else anyone else's <laughs> opinion. I just You know what? To, Sometimes you just yeah. need a recipe for yourself, Betsy. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. just did it. I didn't share it. I didn't do anything else. I made it quietly by myself when everyone was at school. <laughs> <laughs> I did. And I nice. enjoyed it. Well, I thoroughly enjoyed Jane, it. Yeah. Well, that's good. James yeah. was the biggest fan of this recipe by far of the two okay. of us. Mm-hmm. I thought it was fine. Had a nice bowl for dinner. I was like, oh, this is fine. Mm-hmm. James ate the rest of it. Oh. And yeah. was like, this is super delicious. And I made the full recipe. I know sometimes I've talked about how I make half of a recipe because mm-hmm. we just don't go through food that, you know, as quickly. Uh, no. He, like, sucked it down for lunches and then said, what was that thing I was eating? <laughs> I was like. Uh, the red curry soup. And I think he didn't know because over time, those rice noodles start to soak up more and more of the liquid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so it becomes a little less like soup. And I don't think he was really concerned with thinning it out. (laughs) Probably not. It's more like a noodle dish. Yeah. And bowl of noodles. You know what? And I, I can't, I can't blame him. You know, I liked it. It only took 20 minutes, and I feel like you got a really lovely bowl of soup out of it, especially if you've got the fresh basil and cilantro in the house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think I might add a squirt of sriracha on top because the curry paste I got was not too hot. But honestly, that depends upon the curry paste you get. Yeah, I think I did add a little um, sriracha at one point when I ate yeah. this. And I will say I like kind of experimenting with these curry pastes because that's mm-hmm. something that's kind of new for me. So that was another thing that I liked about this recipe was just that it uses that particular ingredient, which I want mm-hmm. to use more of in my kitchen. So nice. That was so nice what did you rate this, Betsy? I'm giving this a four out of five. Yeah, me too. I thought for the amount of time you put in, the flavor mm-hmm. you got. Yeah. And I also think if you're a person who's like looked at Thai red curry before and wondered about it, I say it's it's got that the flavors for me are um, a little bit of heat, a little bit of garlic, a little bit of ginger, and then um, that lemongrass flavor. So if that mm-hmm. sounds good to you, it might be worth a shot. Yeah, that twenty minutes really did it. Not a huge investment, right? Yeah, not a huge investment. You're not going to get burned on this one. Mm-hmm. All right, our last recipe of the episode is easy barbecue chicken naan pizza by Bowl of Delicious. So again, again, we have another quote-unquote easy recipe, mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit of the theme. Uh, subtitle for this recipe is that it's a copycat for Calipor- California Pizza Kitchen. And full disclosure, I have never been to one. 
Do they even have? Do, they don't have them. He- I don't know if they have them here. Oh, hard to say. They, do they, they have them in Atlanta? They do have them. There's not one close to me. Um, mm. I can't. I'm not sure if I've ever been to one either, Kate. Uh, but we've got them. They're like. I feel like they're in malls a lot in that kind of situation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe I, – I know people are huge fans of California yeah. Pizza yeah, Kitchen. Yeah. So if mm-hmm. you're that kind of person, this might be the recipe for you. And it just looked like a fun recipe, right? Yeah. I do like a barbecue chicken moment. So here you go. There you go. For this one, you need – it's really quick. A couple cups of rotisserie chicken, barbecue sauce, shredded cheese, uh, non bread from the store, red onion, and cilantro. So first thing you do is you toss the naan in the oven for about four to five minutes. You take it out and you spread the barbecue sauce on top. Then you add layer the chicken, the cheese, and thinly sliced red onions. Pop it back into the oven and bake until the cheese is melty and bubbly because you're, you know, making a pizza here, right? Mm-hmm. And that, that took about like maybe five minutes. Finish it off with a rough chopped cilantro on top. And <laughs> I was really surprised. This was pretty good. What did everyone think, Betsy? Yeah, we were really happy with this recipe. And I was just so surprised how delicious this was because I guess I've not made a non-pizza before, even though Mm. I've seen this all over the place. And it was good. We really liked this. Mm. So I ended up making some barbecue ones. And then because you can just kind of tell like, oh, I could just make another one of these with pepperoni and cheese and just – Oh, nice. Yeah, because the Customize it for the, you know. Yeah, exactly. So it was very flexible that way. So I did make the actual recipe barbecue chicken pizza, which I thought was amazing and really good. Mm -hmm. And then we had uh, just a pepperoni and cheese one for people who didn't want to be, you know, Adventurous. Adventurous. I will note that I got the naan from Aldi's. Oh. And because they've got actually very good naan there, I Mm. think. And I have heard other people have confirmed this. So I made this on a night that I really needed a little treat. Like it'd been a long day. Mm-hmm. It was like a pizza. This will help. Yeah. And I was actually surprised because I was like, pizza, this will help. Like, oh, this is kind of family friendly food. I don't know why I made that assumption. But I was surprised mm-hmm. at the flavor. And the cilantro on top was super delicious. You know? Yeah, I agree that kind of like the fresh red onions and cilantro and the barbecue chicken and everything together. I actually had some pickled jalapenos, so I mm. put those on there too. It was delicious. That's um, a great idea. Yeah, I'm giving this a four, four and a half out of five. I liked it. Me too. I mean, maybe I would like – you know what I will say? Also, I was able to make this in single servings because I did the freezer trick. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So I pulled one non out. Made it. James says this thing. If it's not New York pizza, he starts to get a little, like, weird about things. So I just okay. ignore him and make this myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's like, whatever. Fair enough. I'm yep. enjoying this pizza. You do whatever you want to do. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so this is very single serving friendly, very freezer friendly. Four out of five for me. And I don't know. Maybe I would like the California Pizza Kitchen version better. But who's to say? I don't even know where one is. Yeah. It may remain and this a mystery. Was all right. What was your wrapping up favorite on the week here? I mean, it's almost – I am so surprised to say this. My favorite this week was a pizza. You know? I was too. We're going to use that recipe. Like Everyone was surprised how good that was. Yeah. yeah. So if any of these recipes sound good to you, make sure to check out our show notes and grocery list at dinnersisters.com. We've got links to all of our recipes, any tips or techniques we discussed, as well as a link to our shopping list spreadsheet. So if you just want to go shopping for the ingredients in these recipes, 
You can just take that from us and drop it into your phone and you're good to go or print it out, whatever you do. If you would like to chat with us more, you can always ask to join our Dinner Sisters Facebook group. We're at Dinner Sisters Podcast. You can also find us on Instagram at Dinner Sisters Podcast or on Twitter at Dinner Sisters 36. All right, Kate, what's going on in the smorgasbord this week? Well, I am feeling festive, mm-hmm. probably because the sun was out for the first time, and I feel like winter finally went away. So I want, and I'm seeing, like, my little urban lettuce garden, Betsy, is sprouting. Mm-hmm. I had to thin my urban lettuce. Oh, boy. <laughs> Exciting times. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about our favorite things to bake in the springtime. Well, actually, Something that our sister Mary did, which she made the most gorgeous cookies the other day using pansies. Mm-hmm. So you saw them on pretty. Instagram. I think they'd be most absolutely stunning on a platter. I want to talk a little bit about how to make them. So all you do is take your favorite shortbread or sugar cookie recipe, and it has to be the kind that doesn't puff up. It's not a drop cookie or one of those roll into a ball cookies, but a cutout cookie, right? Mm-hmm. You cut out some nice rounds, and then you brush them with egg white, and then you put the pansy on top and then you shake sugar over the top and bake as per usual. And according to Mary, you don't taste much of the flour at all. I mean, these cookies, Betsy, were gorgeous. They were. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I mean, they Mm -hmm. were very, um, they were just beautiful. Yeah. So get yourself a good source of non-sprayed pansies. Like, like do not go your local botanical center or like botanical garden that's spraying mm-hmm. their pansies. Yeah, this is this is a little bit dicey because you have to be really sure. Don't go in the median of a right, you know, shopping center and grab some pansies that they have growing there. Uh, but yeah, if you have, if you know you have in your yard something that's not been sprayed or you grow organically, I think mm-hmm. that'd be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it'd work with other edible flowers like rose petals, lavender, or violets. And again, like just make sure they haven't been treated with anything like Miracle Grow or like Betsy said, don't pick flowers from the median at your grocery store. Yeah. They probably frowned upon it and um, they might be sprayed with something. Yeah. What do you think about baking, Betsy? Well, so strawberries are just coming in for us, which is exciting because it usually means a trip to the U Pick farm. We've got this great U Pick strawberry farm that we always go to every year and we haven't gotten over there yet. But my favorite thing to do is is make the strawberry cake that we featured way back in our special cakes episode that we can link to in the show notes. And it was one of the first episodes. And this cake, you really, you start with a cake mix, but you end up pureeing a whole bunch of strawberries to put into the cake and then to put into the frosting. So it's a great use. Which is just like such a dynamite idea. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just really uh, is my favorite cake to make once a spring. And we've talked about it a little bit in the Facebook group. And I keep saying, oh, I need to make that. (laughs) And I usually do make it every single year. But this year has kind of gotten away from me. So I'm hoping that strawberry cake will make an appearance during strawberry you pick season here. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like other people have made the cake this year more than you have. Like a friend of mine texted me a beautiful picture of her strawberry cake, Laura. It oh, was awesome. Oh, that's nice. And yeah. it was really cute. I think for her daughter's birthday, I feel like other people have made it. And I feel like I keep seeing you, oh, I need to make that. So I know people are going to get tired of me saying I need to make that. But I I do, guys. Put it on I the really, list. 
put on the list. More fun uh, things. Yeah. So that's my spring. That's usually my, um, you know, Your greeting spring, the spring. spring. Yeah. Baking yeah. Project. I know you can't get rhubarb, but I'm waiting for rhubarb. Mm-hmm. Our first outdoor farmer's market is this coming Saturday. So I'm wicked excited. I might go there early. Sometimes if you go early, you get the rhubarb. At oh, this nice. Time of year, you know? Yeah. I don't know if yeah. it's up. It strikes me it has been very cold and very rainy here. So mm-hmm. unless someone is doing hothouse rhubarb, uh, we'll see. We'll see what I can find. And yeah. for until then, I'm making do with imported strawberries from like Chile or Lord knows where those are from. Maybe California? Yeah, I don't maybe. Know. Yeah. I can't wait for the good stuff, though. Yeah, I agree. My kids were just asking me when we're going to start having peaches and plums and better oh. fruit again. And I'm like, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. When did you guys there. get your first peaches in Atlanta? Is it June? No, but it's it's yeah, it's later on in the summer. I mean, it's no. firmly into farmers market season. It's mm-hmm. you know not one of the first things. I think it's June, July. All right, all right, Kate. Next week coming up, we have a special cake episode releasing next Sunday for Mother's Day. So fun! I'm super mm-hmm. excited for this. I am too, and that's with Odette Williams and her new, very well reviewed book, Simple Cake. And after that. We have dumplings. Yay! So two recipes looking ahead. Cakes to celebrate all the moms in our lives, of course. And you need make a cake for her. Do not yeah. have your mom make you a cake. Ha. That's not what we mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the dumplings, we have three recipes that are from all over the world, which should be really fun. And I'm looking forward to the cake and the dumplings. Yeah. So that's what's for dinner. See you next time on The Dinner Sisters. We'll save a spot at the table for you. Would you like a little dinner in your inbox every week? Subscribe to our newsletter by going to our website at dinnersisters.com. We've got the show notes, grocery lists, and other fun stuff there. If you have some dinner ideas, you can always shoot us an email at dinnersisterspodcast at gmail.com. We always get back to you. Betsy and I still get very excited when people email us and usually text each other that an email's in our inbox. So, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> shoot yeah. us an email. Lastly, as per usual, if you like what you're hearing, please review and subscribe. Apple iTunes has this algorithm that really likes people to subscribe to things. So if you're a person that hasn't done that yet, would you mind like clicking on the subscribe button? It would really mean a lot. It's what helps people get to know us. So thanks and happy eating. Bye.